Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mim. Hello there, Scarlet. Welcome back to Style Over Substance, guys. Thanks for listening and tuning in. Mm. Yeah. How are you doing this week, Mim? I'm all right. I'm back here with the Vino Tinto this evening. <laughs> the red wine. Yeah. Oh. Mm. <laughs> um, it's been a while since nope. I've drank. Oh, okay. <laughs> Cheers. It's-, <Yeah. laughs> it's been a while since I drank when we recorded you know yeah so i say a while i think like two weeks <laughs> that is a while <laughs> oh man um, yeah how are you yeah i'm not too bad not too bad we as you guys know we rec- often record on our weekends we've just got a few sort of weekend blues um so feeling that a little bit but Hey ho, hopefully it'll be the weekend again before we know it. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> literally living for the weekend. Um, um, but yeah, so what is your fashion story this week? So my fashion story is a new thing that Tiffany and Co are coming out with. It's a new product line range. Oh. But The story for me is not so much what they're coming out with. It's not like this exciting collab or this like innovative kind of product or something like that. It's the idea that Tiffany and co really believe they can just like, I don't know, like fool their customers into think they're doing something like different and amazing. It's like, it's not. So before I ramble on, um, what they're making is they're coming out with their first line of men's engagement rings. I don't know if you've come across this. Exactly. So this is like making me think of, and I literally saw it earlier on today, uh, the hero Caroline Hirons was posting that there's surgical face masks and ladies' face masks. So like it's kind of mm-hmm. like, in boxes like it was just the way that it was branded yeah like this this like thing and you know how like there's like men's like deodorant, and, and like it's a men's toothpaste and it's and super stuff tough like that oh my god <laughs> it's just like are we really there yet like mm-hmm. and i i actually think yeah it's a really good idea to think about the fact that men wear engagement rings but to market it as men's engagement rings, yeah, really, so this, I struggle with. This is the thing. Engagement rings... Um, can be worn by anyone. They can be. But traditionally, in our neck of the world, engagement rings are for women. Men propose to women. Mm-hmm. And therefore, these women... Um, 
over the past hundred or so years, um, thanks to places like Tiffany, the solitaire diamond has become synonymous with engagement and with women. And as the years have gone on, um, men also wear wedding bands before they didn't used to get rings and then they wore bands which were quite simple and now you can get ones with a lot more design and a lot mm. more for men so for me the first thing I think that this range is coming out to reflect um, men's changing desires they want a solitaire diamond in their wedding band I will say well, and also I think that that gay marriage is now legal exactly um same-sex marriages and also although it's not um like widespread or a, a common thing to see but more and more women are thinking about proposing to their husbands or their boyfriends for and, sure you know so there's that gender dynamic which is shifting but the idea that you know men have been wearing wedding bands for a very long time and that tiffany's just decided let's just come out with a ring that's got one big fuck off diamond in the middle and call it a men's engagement band and you know the thing is you know that people are going to be like oh, i i need one i want to get one when really it's no different to any other ring that's out there do you know what i mean it's just a big marketing ploy yeah, I definitely think that there'll be people, especially with the fact that Tiffany is such like a hero brand, will be on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even if the designs designs weren't nice, I think they would be rushing to get their hands and to have that Tiffany diamond ring. Definitely. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's it's interesting how um especially these like luxurious um jewelry companies really really know how to get your money (laughs) they do they do just putting like a spin or just adding a word men's yeah yeah what's your fashion story so we didn't discuss this i don't think last week but the world when nuts for billy eilish's vogue cover yes and can I just say she looked amazing Mm -hmm. and you know like she always gets like targeted for being a bigger girl or whatever her figure looked amazing Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like the fact that that's deemed (laughs) like someone once commented on a picture that she looked like um like um, a stay-at-home mum with like a wine body or something like that I'm just like a wine body what's that that girl looks incredible on the cover of cover of vogue mm. um and they're like became i think she posted sort of t- a, quite a few pictures and a few of them have already become like the top liked pictures on instagram and the fastest mm. liked pictures and stuff like that she does look really good yeah. i think the thing is that she is we have to be honest she is larger than a lot of the women the lollipop sticks that the the pop stars the ones who are allowed to be like film stars and pop stars and Mm. the ones who are allowed to be in the in the public eye so much you know she is a bigger girl is she fat no it's you know but she also used to dress in a way that we had no idea what was underneath there she had this killer figure underneath (laughs) so um i don't know if if it's a promotion for a new album or song. She has got she has got a new album coming out, yeah. Okay. Do you think this theme is going to carry throughout the album? It's like a Madonna rebranding type thing. 
I don't know. I th- I think I think it'll be a different style. Um, I think it'll probably be a little less like I don't know, edgy. It might be a bit more like poetic, I mm, guess, because of yeah. just her blonde hair. If she's softening up the sort of like less sort of like a skatery sort of style, mm. um, and the baggy clothing, maybe maybe it is going to go with it. I think mm. there's something I remember. I think it was someone like Taylor Swift or Katy Perry who was sort of saying that, like, for every album, they like rebrand themselves. And I just thought, how like terrible that is that we buy into all of that, and we actually love like, and that probably helps them promote the album and all of that stuff. When actually, like, the likes of an Ed Sheeran can still wear his t-shirt. And like doesn't need the rebranding. Yeah. I guess it, it, it's like there's a there's loads in there, but like yeah, there's there's loads. I mean, um, even like people like Janet Jackson, she always used to do like a rebranding. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I do think that you there is this pressure to always come out Be with a new, new look, relevant. Or, like... Yeah, exactly. And your success as like a female artist is so linked to how you look. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, it is terrible, but also at the same time, I think I would do that if I were a female artist. Why not? You know? Yeah, why not? It is. Um, it's a lot of pressure, though. I think. It is a lot of pressure, and for people to be like, "Oh, what's she going to do next?" or something like that, and especially for someone like Billy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I doubt she'll be going on stage anytime soon in sexy outfits. Yeah, I, I think it was so. more a stand of like, "This is my body. Mm. I'm showing it because I'm comfortable to show it," but like me showing you the shape of my body shouldn't reflect like anything about me because mm. um, there was like a daily mail headline that was sort of like proof that money and fame can make you change your like morals or something like that about the fact that she's now showing her figure and it was just like you want to sit down oh that's a bit of a leap isn't it yeah well it's a daily mail for you yeah <laughs> Clutching at straws, Daily Mail. Clutching at straws. Just say Billy looks nice and let's move on. Yeah. You know? Oh, exactly. But yeah, so, I, I would be in, I reckon that would be a very successful go- Vogue cover as well. I yeah, think that would be like one sure. of their like top selling covers. I reckon it will probably be joining the ranks of like of the Harry Styles. Mm. It was British know. Vogue, wasn't it? I couldn't tell you. Oh, okay, okay. But I do think it is interesting, especially with Billy. Because she's incredibly successful. She carved out a lane herself where she made like this, like, um, what are they called? These like e-girl, e-girl aesthetic into the mainstream. And she was collaborating, you know, with Gucci and mm. like decked out Gucci, everything. And she was like a Gucci girl in a sense. Um, and so she carved out this fashion lane for herself. And then I guess... Obviously, I don't know her and I don't know what her her thought process was. And I don't know if it's just for promotion. But from the outside looking in, you could think to yourself, she was the one girl who didn't need to do the sexy thing. She Mm -hmm. didn't need to. And yet she did anyway. So what's like the driving force behind that to Mm. incentivize her to think, you know, it's about time I get in some some lingerie. lingerie. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. It's true. But then like, it's really t- tough because lingerie can be so empowering for women. Mm-hmm. 
and like it's it's also almost a real shame that it's associated with some sort of like sellout culture or like desperation that you're taking your clothes off and stuff like that I think because for many years women have been forced to yeah play that like yeah and films and stuff like that like Mm. how much how many times in a film will you see a woman's breasts, bum, whatever, and you don't see the same of a man? And like, not that I want to see it, but that's what equality is, you know? It's like we had free the nipple. We should have like free the tip. Free, <laughs> <laughs> free the tip. I love it. Oh my God, guys, if you've listened to this episode, comment on our Instagram, hashtag free the tip. <laughs> And we will love you forever. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. But yeah, but you're anyway, right. You on that right. note, on that note. We interrupt this broadcast to remind you go follow us on Instagram, Style Over Substance Pod. Shoot us an email, starloversubstancepeak at gmail.com. Find us on YouTube. Find us on Twitter. We've got all the links on our Instagram. You know what to do. This week, we're going to talk about timeless fashion, trends that never go out of style trends Mm -hmm. that either come back time and time again so like you hold on to that like that item or that chanel suit whatever it may be and so yeah we're going to talk through what we personally think our timeless trends are and then we'll run through what sort of our generic trends i guess yeah i think first off to start I think the idea of timelessness and things being classic is so ingrained in fashion and styling and what's an investment piece and all of that. And you hear it from like your mum saying things like that. Um, And I think more recently we've spoken a lot about this, but these like super brands, which sell you on the idea of uh, quality. Mm. And with that comes this, like you will be able to use it forever And then also, um, on the other hand, as we think and talk more about sustainability, things being classic becomes like semi-virtuous in that it's, um, if you buy classic, you won't have to buy as often. You won't have to buy duplicates. You'll never have to buy into trends because you can just have one coat. And for the rest of your life, you live in this one coat until it's mm. literally falling off your body. Threadbare. Yeah. So um, I think that the the idea of something being classic and whether it's a good thing is has been talked a lot um, about recently for a number of reasons what's that your yeah thought? and also like, touching on what you said um it's something where like it's what the fashion industry kind of lives off and thrives off of because it's how we are able to have four fashion shows a year because let's be honest you can't redesign everything from scratch you play on classics and you play on what 
what are those things that people come back to but there's also that element of something creating something timeless means someone's gonna not buy that from you again necessarily and Mm. so it's sort of like there's timeless but they obviously get little upgrades or updates and stuff like that and funnily enough one of actually our listeners wrote in with this topic but also another listener wrote in and it kind of like goes a bit hand in hand of how long is too long to keep clothes and I would say until they fall apart like or until they don't fit you yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) I don't think there's such thing as too long I think you know there are some things where you might need to throw out some tights if they're getting a bit old and skanky um but yeah I think for the most part it's it's not about oh you I've I've got half of my wardrobe I've had for like over 10 years um and I'm not that old (laughs) (laughs) yeah same I I know but it's like I don't know I don't really believe in something being truly classic I mean don't get me wrong you'll hear me talking about classics and they'll be like oh I think it's such a classic piece yeah and you know but, I'm it, not but it, ch- it changes exactly I, think, I can't think what episode it was where we talked about Chanel's like classic bags and we also said that like the boy at one point would have been considered that but to be honest at the moment the boy's not very popular and it's almost being phased out of its classic of a classic Chanel like we're seeing more of the flat bags again Mm -hmm. um so it's really hard because it obviously changes and I'm also not someone who believes in buying into trend necessarily I think you just buy into what you like um but yeah times change timeless things will change yeah exactly and even when we take the view that like the simple pieces are like classics mm. even like when you the think cut about changes it, exactly though. and jeans we used, to think, we used to think boot cuts were great yeah because really there's nothing to it but you wear them now and um, i think mm, do i own boot cuts i don't know but <laughs> but you wear them now and it seems dated or it seems like wearing a particular sort of belt with your jeans and stuff and tucking in I don't know it just seems uh dated so yeah anyway what is your first piece that you think is a fashion classic so I don't know if this will be controversial I'm only saying it's controversial because friend of the podcast Cassie uh (laughs) she doesn't like stripes but for me like a white and navy or like ecru and navy like stripes for me and like a t-shirt or a jumper I think is like a fail safe classic I think for me it's a little bit of French chic it's very sailor vibes I just kind of like that style personally and I just think you can't kind of go wrong with a little ecru navy stripey number that's true actually it I'm, rem- I'm talking about tops rather than dresses or bottoms (laughs) yeah so I was thinking of tops yeah you're right I don't think that t-shirts in general can go out of fashion Um, yeah I mean I guess sometimes maybe the like if they've got some jazzy bits oh yeah oh like if it's bezazzled or yeah or it's got like some like you know there was there was a time when like if there was something like lacing up the neck of it or like you know there's times Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. um but yeah, I, I've got a lot of my T-shirts I've had for forever. Um, but yeah, so for me, it's it's something sort of like as simple as stripes where mm-hmm. it, it doesn't really, like you wouldn't know if I bought it 
<coughs> sorry, frog <laughs> in the throat, Robert. Um, you wouldn't know if I bought that top yesterday or 10 years ago. It's one of those things where obviously if it, you've maintained it nicely, um, it's pretty timeless. Yeah, I like it. I agree. How about you? So my timeless item is, you know how everyone's got to have, well, I say everyone, but um, if you like to dress up, everyone's mm-hmm. got to have a pair of heels and love I, it. I love really high heels I do the higher the better you know what they say the higher the heel the closer the to higher God. to God <laughs> the higher the closer to God yeah yeah um isn't that the higher the hair as well yeah it is I guess insert whatever you like next to it <laughs> <laughs> um but you know getting skin toned shoes Mm. nude shoes is really difficult and it really doesn't matter whether you're the palest of the pale or the darkest of the dark it's like really difficult to find a pair that's really flattering unless it's really strappy and my advice because I think it's so classic is don't buy like the nude ones but like metallic so like gold or silver I have a pair of gold heels and they're classic because they go with anything. I wear Mm. a lot of gold. So it like matches with my jewelry than it does my skin. Yeah. Because of that, I could wear it with black things. I could wear it with like pale colored things. I could wear it with brown, whatever, like the occasion or the colors. Those like metallic heels, I think, always look great on anyone. I think that's a classic item. Yeah, definitely. And also like you said it is it's near impossible unless you're going to go to Bhutan and get like one of their shades yeah. of the so kate and that's only recently um, that they started doing this like i'm, sh- I'm sure they obviously still don't even have like every shade mm. um but yeah i think that is i i quite like a metallic um accessory um so yeah i think that's a great shout i like that and you're actually making me feel like i need to go shopping for that yeah, yeah. <laughs> um on the lines of kind of going out and stuff like that for me mm-hmm. a nice black leather jacket Ooh. is like a must I think it's just such an easy throw on item you're going out you've got a nice dress on what's not going to ruin it a leather jacket yeah it's like, true it's just it just and also like you can wear something that feels a bit maybe like prim and you're like, oh, I don't know if I feel a bit like this is a bit ooh, twee. And you just put a leather jacket on and then you can feel more like yourself if that's your vibe. Um, or you can smart. just look badass. Yeah. <laughs> that phrase. It's smart. And also leather jackets come in so many different fits. So like if a slim fit's not your thing, then like there's like boxy. But I just think, and you don't have to be leather. There's probably great like leather um, substitutes and stuff like that. But yeah, mm-hmm. a jacket leather or not (laughs) I agree I have a lot of coats and I think what's like we've all been there when we've gone out and we've worn a dress that's a that's quite like not over the top but it's quite dressy Mm. and you're like I don't have a jacket that goes with this and you put (laughs) yeah I don't have a dress coat (laughs) yeah 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 and you put on some like puffer yeah puffer like jacket (laughs) this uh this north face is ruining the vibe Yeah, it's so it's so funny. It's like the coat you wear at the end of the night because you've borrowed it off someone. Um, but yeah, I agree. Leather jackets. Um, they're just like jeans in a way, though. In they that are. 
find your fit as you've said or your cut or your style and you just stick to that and you just run with it and you buy it in a couple colors um for sure and actually I'm a big believer of and I actually want to do this soon so I've got one that's more for like to wear in maybe summer and it's Mm -hmm. like the jacket Mm -hmm. but I want to maybe either get it in a few sizes up or whatever Mm -hmm. because I want to be able to fit it over jumpers in the winter and to kind of have both is almost impossible you're either going to have those really tight arms with like your jumpers or it's going to be too big when you're wearing depending yeah. on obviously the style you want I think you should but buy most of your coats in a size up size up for winter stuff yeah but I sort of thought like oh I do want it to be more for sort of other stuff but yeah I kind of I want a winter ja- leather jacket and a sort of more summer one Mm, you want options I want options yeah but my wardrobe does not have space for options (laughs) girl get one of those um space savers you know the thing you vacuum up oh I am actually going to start doing that but you know what the weather in this country and I know it's a long running joke Mm -hmm. okay we had some really nice weather a few weeks ago I was like I think it's time to swap out my jumpers and get my summer stuff sort of back on the rails rookie mistake and and I didn't do it but it's also such an awkward time of year where you could need a jumper on top of your dress or whatever um but yeah the weather is not is not (laughs) it's not shown up for us so I'm glad I didn't do that but what I also think I might have to start vacuuming up are like those nice occasion dresses Mm, because mm -hmm. do they need to be in my wardrobe all year long I don't think they do but it feels sacrilege to like scrunch them up so yeah yeah. storage solutions who knows (laughs) <laughs> you're, about, you're about 10 years too late on those Scarlet I know <laughs> ages ago um so yeah my next one mm-hmm. is um a black dress yeah now the LBD yeah I know this is going to be such a cliche whatever I don't care what you guys say but <laughs> <laughs> but it's true though it's like it's one of those things again I'm not saying that your black dress can't date because Mm. if depending on what you buy it can date um and you need to go like the simpler the better it just has to be like something that's nicely fitting and that maybe you have a jacket that you can wear with it and that's it but I um yeah black dresses you just need like you know as they say you're always gonna need it for like a funeral it sounds morbid (laughs) well there's a reason that like the president the prime minister the royals travel with a black outfit whenever Mm -hmm. they go anywhere Mm -hmm. in case of a funeral um it's and also it's just a go-to smart formal thing that's like i think I had on my list just generally like black that it's just a fail safe way to look formal like I just think it allows like anything if you just wear all black it's just so I don't know if it's because of the Chanel connotations it has that like in history of fashion we've associated with it but it's just chic Mm. it's just chic it just is smart like you said sadly at some point you will need it for a funeral and also like let's be honest no one wants to buy a dress for a funeral mm, so mm-hmm. why don't you wear it like wear a dress that you could wear for other occasions but yeah I definitely I remember I think my dad bought me 
this Ted Baker like black like fitted dress and that is now like my go-to I know that if I suddenly tomorrow was like oh, I need to do something I don't know if always like tight fitting is like yeah. funeral suitable. but what also well. another thing what if you died they need something to bury you in don't they <laughs> <laughs> yeah true but also it's just like fell safe that if like I had a night out spontaneously tomorrow mm-hmm. that I hadn't thought about I could just wear that like it's it's also smart enough that I could wear it if I had like a last minute work function that needed to be like somewhat sophisticated like it's sort of it covers a lot of bases the only thing it requires is that you look nice in it um <laughs> but like yeah I think a black dress is just so so fell safe and you like you like you said you could dress it up with a really smart coat you could throw on a leather jacket and it's like super chill mm-hmm. and rock and roll looking you could have those gold pumps with it yeah. and look like a goddess it's just yeah be done. I also like wearing black in the summer if I'm on mm. holiday I I tend to gravitate towards like midi skirts and midi dresses and things um and I think if you've got a tan or you're glowing a little bit and in the summer and you wear black, it's just like, I don't know. I just like it. White is great as well, especially if you have like a deeper yeah. skin bone. But something about black in the summer, people don't tend to wear it. And I think it makes it stand out even more. It looks really polished. Yeah, it definitely yeah. does. I actually agree with you. I think it's, I think it's really cool. Mm. So what would you choose as like a bag that you consider to be really classic? Because everyone always talks about classic bags. So I really struggle with this because I don't really think I have any classic bags. And when I, th- I think when I think of a classic bag, we've, I guess we've been talking more about sort of evening things. It's very difficult with an evening bag. I think clutch game can tra- just changes all the time. Mm, I think you almost can't yeah. go wrong though with just a really like um almost like an Anya Heinmarch pouch like mm-hmm. sort of just something quite flat I think you can't go That's wrong true. with yeah. um that like it's sort of fell safe in like a medium size so that if the big fuck off night out bag is mm. going on it's not the worst thing but also when the tiny tiny like Jacquemus bag is going on mm. um for me, I think a timeless bag would just be, it probably would be black. But actually, in recent months, I've been telling myself that if I did buy a Chanel bag, I don't know if I would get black. Oh, I'm so proud of you, Scarlett. <laughs> because I'm like, you know what? I've actually got quite a few black bags. I don't need that space filled in my bag collection. But also, why the hell would I get just like the bag that every Tom, Dick and Harry's got? Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. I'm going to spend £5,000 in Chanel, I'm going to get like, it would be like a blue, probably like a denim blue colour or something very everyday. I don't know. Or maybe like, I don't know. I haven't researched, but I'm really, I also really like think a metallic bag is really timeless. Mm. I would love to have either a like maybe you think with Chanel it'd be a silver with gold hardware like small flat bag I actually think that's probably one of the most timeless bags you could have silver with gold hardware oh that's Mm. a good one I don't even know if they do that one but they do have a silver bag on their website 
but I would say that a metallic bag like that if a metallic is done nicely when it's quality mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. I'm not talking about some like primarni cracked metallic <laughs> you know this will be beautiful like lamb's leather um yeah I think actually like a metallic bag like that again in a day day outfit it's just re- quite easy like you said metallic's pretty easy to wear but then for a night out it can look sophisticated it works with black but it also works with color I would maybe yeah. go for that you know that's a good one how about you um what's your sort of um what do I consider to be a classic I I don't know I think classic bags to me are the ones that already look old Mm. already almost look vintage a bit with the um the embroidered trend that's been happening quite a lot Mm. and like or like I don't know like brown like brown colored bags I Mm. think they always look quote unquote classic it's the idea that if it survived a you know its first 50 (laughs) 50 years or something then it is it might survive the next yeah um oh it's really hard do you have like a, a bag or a style that you're thinking of okay so I think um I think bags are so much more personality based than is. anything else. Yeah. You could, everyone could walk down the street in a black dress. Of course, there'd be different iterations, but like, but everyone's bag would be different. And mm. I bags are so much about a person. You can tell so much so. about. Oh, there's there's some basic bags where you're like, mm, okay, and like I don't know. I yeah, think a bag can say quite a lot. It also mm. like can say not much if it's pretty straightforward. I think yeah I think when I'm thinking of a bag one that springs to mind is the Gucci 1955 I think it's called and it's mm. this like front flap bag and it's uh, it's got the horse bit at the front um and I think those sorts of bags just scream vintage and classic to me I mm. think I could see myself wearing it in years to come yeah if I were to own it I don't have that bag but um yeah those ones and I think ones like the Jacques Mousse ones aren't yeah classic because they are so well if you just think of anything that's something geometric Mm. that like I think I've said it time and time again but there's a reason most handbags are a rectangle like there's a reason because the shape works with the human body it fits things in it we don't need a hexagon as a bag, like with even, but even like that <laughs> steep, like a trapeze. that trapeze shape. shape is like, it's steep. Does it fit much in? It's quite rigid. Is that helpful on the body? Probably not. Mm. Um, I think practicality, what you've said is like practicality is central to, to using your bag. A classic. Yeah. 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 Hmm. yeah. I'm a big crossbody lover. So that, that would be a big thing for me. Same. Is to be able to have like hands hands free as an option. Yeah. Also, I don't like bags that I can't open and actually see the contents of what's yeah. inside. That's a bit annoying. Um, but yeah, next, what's your other so okay, I've got a few that are sort of like less clothing related, but um I'm gonna go with sort of a hybrid of like a trench coat. Or a really nice, smart, like camel coat. Um, I just think 
I just think a nice camel coat, like a wool camel coat, is always quite smart. That makes me think Burberry. I think like Burberry sort of, um, oh, what's the guy? Kevin McAllister's dad. Like that, that's what I'm sort of thinking. But also it could be a trench coat if that's your game. But I yeah. just think those sorts of like very transitional, again, that that could be really smart for work. It could yeah. be really cool with jeans and a T-shirt. Like it's just sort of those pieces that actually like those are the things as well where like I've spent a bit more money on because I just know that's always going to look smart Mm. and so I can have that for another 10 years or until it doesn't fit me and Mm -hmm. like I'm a winner. For me I'm I don't think I'm a trench coat gal Mm -hmm. I just don't know if it suits me or suits my size or my style I'm just I'm not sure it's not something I would buy Mm -hmm. um but definitely I can I can see the appeal of it definitely trench coats are supposed to be like worn over like full three-piece suits essentially um yeah I do think it's a classic item I think what I like about camel coats is they really give you rich lady vibes it's like wearing a full white suit I feel like (laughs) such I like star when I wear my wool camel coat. Yeah. I just feel like, who am I? Mm. Like, I don't, I don't sort of like feel like I'm the personality of the vibe I'm giving off. But like, I just feel super smart and really slick. And it's like, it, it, I've looked after it. So it looks nice. Like it's tailored Mm -hmm. nicely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just, it gives a really nice vibe, yeah. Do you ever get the feeling when you're wearing something that you think is nice and looks good and you're like, all these people think I have more money than I have? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually poor. Yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know what? Because I, I do that quite a lot of like, I will prejudge other people. And mm-hmm. um, I think I spoke before about, you know, I'll be in the line for Waitrose or whatever. And then I see a young person with like um, the Dior kind of like book bat, book tote, or you see somebody with like a Chanel or something like that. And you're like, or you see like, I'll see like these, yeah, like, yummy mummies with their like Chanel pumps and stuff I'm like oh god these wealthy people I'm like I have some expensive bags the retail value of some of the bags I own is expensive Mm -hmm, did mm -hmm. I pay that amount no No. I didn't (laughs) does someone maybe when I'm wearing it if they know the bag think that I've bought that for that amount yeah yeah so like there's definitely I have to catch myself sometimes like well a maybe that girl's borrowed that from her mum like maybe it's not real Mm-hmm. um because I am the first to assume everything is real in the area that I live in maybe if I was living somewhere a bit different I wouldn't assume that but it's quite an affluent area um but yeah I think I definitely think that I'm always like and also my style is very different day to day like I could be really smart one day really like low-key the next have a bit of an edge another day like I'm sort of like just don't know mm-hmm. or, and so it's funny if almost like someone w- saw me walk out of my front door every day the different vibes they would get would be quite funny I reckon mm, yeah <laughs> mixed bag kind of following on from your last one mm-hmm. is I think 
not in the past has this been a classic, but I think this is like a new classic. Mm -hmm. 100% for me because I love them. Um, And I think it's blazers, tailored blazers for women, like ones with big lapels. You know, like, you know how like Zara, they always come out with these like tailored jackets and they're like tweed or that bright Mm -hmm. colors or they're like this, that. They come out with different iterations of pretty much the same thing. I think having one of those moving forward is going to be like such a good staple you can wear it with midi skirts dresses you can wear it's like it's like the bag of clothing in the sense that it's like an accessory like you can put it on something boring and it makes you look like you've got your shit together yeah. and yeah I love blazers as long as they fit really nicely you can always style one out I think so I would say that's my new classic yeah, I, I actually totally agree. I remember being at Linea Pelle, the sort of fashion fair in um, Milan a few years ago. And I just saw this woman with a really beautiful, like it was like this blue checked, somewhat tweed-esque blazer, mm. just like a little graphic t-shirt and some jeans. Granted, she had a an amazing figure, mm-hmm. but she looked so put together so amazing she was super comfortable she had like flat shoes on it was appropriate that she looked yep. smart for the, the fair but also was comfortable for the fact you're on your feet all day yep. and I just thought it really made me think like that a blazer because I always feel like I would be like oh am I gonna look a bit like an idiot wearing a blazer I'm gonna look like I'm playing dress up to be smart yeah but, it's like you remember the advert when we were kids it's like I'm a big kid now yeah <laughs> but I think that's more like you said it's all about the fit and also there's so many options now that you can find one to suit your style and personality mm-hmm. you can find a hot pink one or you can find just a really classic black one gray mm-hmm. whatever but yeah, I agree. And actually, I think that, you know, you could have it where it's got matching trousers and you can wear like the full set. But mm-hmm. you could also then like, like you said, style it out with like a midi skirt or like a dress, whatever. And it's just, I think, yeah, some blazers. And I actually think that even just women and suiting in general, yep. I think is actually going to stay. Yeah. I actually think it's a really cool trend for women to wear like trouser suits and it not be like these boring old trouser suits that like mm. we grew up seeing yeah we never saw these sorts of suits that we're seeing now yeah. we saw them maybe in like the 80s those power suits but like mm. they were like almost like caricature on mm. the suit you know yeah us growing up in the 90s what we saw was like late 90s mid to late 90s but also like 2000 suits mm. and listen we've spoken Dowdy. about this before That's nothing true. was going on then <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I actually think just generally suiting for women mm-hmm. it's gonna be very timeless like just to even like in Zara now you could easily there'll be like a hot pink or like a mint colored matching suit mm-hmm. and I just think like having stuff like that is just gonna be like such and it obviously doesn't have to be those colours, but mm-hmm. I think that that is now going to be, like, I would love, I've loved and wanted it for years. I would love to have, like, a really nice fitting, like, tuxedo-esque yeah. look. Yeah, 100%. But I think that's something where you would want that, like, jacket to be really nicely, like, fitted to you um, mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. But I would love to, like, turn up to an event in a tux. Yeah, 
Same. Yeah. I love a I love a suit. I think also what's good about blazers is that there's such there's such great items to find secondhand. Like go to a charity shop. Yeah. Go to any charity shop, especially the ones in like affluent areas. Yeah. But even not, you can go to like regular, you know, regular, regular cancer research places. or something. Yeah. yeah. And it's something where a lot of men donate their stuff they no longer fit it they passed away whatever sorry um <laughs> <Stop. it's> very... <laughs> i'm not saying they died the in their jacket <laughs> uh, i actually come from a very morbid family so i don't know why i'm just Fine. like evoking this today um i'm not saying they died in their blazers i'm just saying <laughs> so yeah go and just find um a blazer from there like you right now the whole the whole like oversized thing is something you can play on yeah now it doesn't have to be the best fitting jacket it doesn't fit um but if if fitting is more your speed then there are lots of options for that as well um so it's a really it's a good like it's one of those items i think that works for an extrovert and works for an introvert like if you buy like a navy blue pinstriped one or a black one it's like people who just want to be low-key and if you want to go for like the silver sequined one or Mm. the the hot pink one as you've said it works for those who like really like a bit of spotlight to be on them yeah for sure and also even in the luxury world like you can go for sort of a YSL that will be somewhat understated but you could also then go Balmain and have those big Mm. fuck off gold buttons and the shoulders (laughs) like you can really find your sort of lane with Mm. this with the piece yeah, yeah. a cell blazer is the one I'd get. Oh, oh For velvet sure. one. Oh, oh yeah, gosh. with a pussy bow shirt or something. Yeah, living my seventies dreams. Desperate to pull off a pussy bow shirt. <laughs> I am desperate. I feel like I'm going to return to office life, thinking that I am on the catwalk every day. Yeah, like I kind of I would never wear that in like non-office vibes, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I'm like. Yeah, I'm just going to turn up thinking every day is sex in the city or something. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so one the next thing I have is um it's less clothing based, but I I think that a red lip is timeless. Oh yeah. Oh, that is one thing. If you find your shade, your shade of done. red, you are like it's a game changer. It really is. And you don't and like there's multiple have... shades of red as well. Like you don't have to just have one, but I think yeah, you don't have to have a big mouth. You can have it suits small lips. Mm-hmm. You know, it suits all skin tones mm-hmm. when you've got the right shade. It suits all skin tones. It is not for ladies of the night. It <laughs> is. I would I would wear happily wear a red lipstick to work without any qualms of mm-hmm. the people being like, oh yeah. I would be like yeah. I've got red lipstick on. Yeah. Um, my brother actually hates red lipstick. Really? But he's someone who's not the biggest fan of makeup. Oh. Like, but he I just think he finds it just a bit, there's too much going on. But I yeah. love it. Every yeah. Christmas I have red lipstick normally. So <laughs> I think you're right in that you don't 
have to have just one shade. But if you find your shade, you don't ever need another shade ever. You could stick to that and that just be your thing. And I think it does wonders for like your skin and your complexion, like the overall look. Mm. It can make your lips look bigger if that's your thing. But that's always my thing. I like it. And it's just such drama. Like I'm not yeah. very I'm not very skilled with makeup, really, but red lip, I feel like I've done something here. It's looking- Yeah, that's actually a really good point that it's it's something like just as long as you create some cr- clean lines with a lip liner or a lip brush, whatever you've got as your tool to like help the shape be really good. Mm-hmm. Like you can then have just a slick of mascara, like and nothing else. Yeah, that's true. And look so put together again your outfit could be nothing and you elevate it with a red lipstick or you could like finish off some like top glam look with it it works so many occasions Mm -hmm. and like it's something with a slicked bun like your hair slicked back in a bun you can look really cool but also like if you want some like Essex waves going on like oh I just yeah I'm a big fan of red lipstick same um, I feel like everything I'm listing is very like French chic but then I guess a lot of timeless things kind of are yeah I think the, the I sound like a little Parisian girl I think what's deemed as like quintessentially Parisian or French is very much pushed as the ideal yeah. for yeah. a long time it's only now that not necessarily but um they've always been deemed as like the arbiters of style um, so yeah, I can I can see that that's why that's happened. We are not immune to like French yeah. fashion propaganda. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Do you have um another one? No, I don't. Shall I read through what an online website has told me are the 30 fashion trends that will never go out of style? Yeah, please do. Okay. Okay, so we've got the Levi 501 jeans, okay. which I think the the picture implies that they're skinny jeans, but I don't think the 501s are. I think the 501s are straight. They might be tapered, but that's yeah. at best. I don't think they're skinny. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Converse. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And for actually, sure. I don't even think it has to be black or white. I actually think just having a pair of Converse is just, it goes to some yeah. A camel top coat. Okay. Oh, All right, ladies there. and gentlemen. Um, <laughs> oh, this this is going to rile your bones, I reckon. Aviator sunglasses. Oh, get out of here. No, they're not. <laughs> so I, I feel like we did discuss on the podcast, but if we didn't... We have. Like, we definitely have. They don't suit every face shape. Mm-mm. So don't think just because it's classic, it suits you. <laughs> yeah. They're they're not classic. I don't think so. And I no. think you can get literally sunglasses for a tenner from Mango. Literally, that look will look great on you. Yeah. And yeah, um, a white t shirt. I agree, hundred percent. Yeah, and I'm really, fit. I'm actually really particular about t shirts. I didn't mention this before, mm. but like, I like an all cotton one. I don't like cap sleeved. I like the, sh- the actual short yeah. sleeve ones. Um. Yeah, I don't like a last stain in my t-shirts, but I'm a big t-shirt person. Even when they go all like horrible, I still wear them. Yeah. Like them. Um, tweed in general. 
that's rich lady vibes again I think yeah I think they're talking very Chanel but I think there's also a time and a place for Chanel I don't know if it is always timeless it depends on the tweed it depends on the design of the suit um I think we've been told it's timeless mm-hmm. is more I think maybe a tweet o- tweed overcoat could be timeless but I also think sometimes tweed can look old-fashioned and t- sometimes it's deemed modern I think it depends on like the mm-hmm. the size of the ch- the size of the check and like all of that mm-hmm. oh a timeless timepiece so a watch um, I mean yes Yes. I mean, there are timeless watches for sure. I think most watches, unless yours is like Hello Kitty, most <laughs> watches are timeless. Are timeless. Yeah, um, for sure. And, and, and when you think about it, we live in a day and age where you do not need to be wearing a watch anymore. Everyone checks their phone for the time. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that people still buy watches, wear watches, you see someone wearing a watch and you don't go, why are you wearing that? You know, it, it shows that... It's, it's appeal. It's still there. Well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and actually, I have a Fitbit watch, and it actually makes me pained because I actually really like watches, and I just mm. wear the Fitbit watch for like health wise of like, oh, how many steps have I done? Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I almost wish there was almost just a little charm on a bracelet that could do that for me because I would much rather have oh my a, god, like a non um, computerized like watch. Yeah. Don't let Fitbit hear you. They're going to take that idea. It's great. Um, <laughs> trademarked 2021 Scarlet at Style Over Substance. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, okay, hats. I would say a fedora, mm-hmm. like a straw, like fedora, or even a wool one, yes, on men and women. Um, otherwise, I think hats are very trend-based. Yeah, I... Um, I think I've briefly mentioned this on the podcast. I'm passionate about a cowboy hat. <laughs> I love I don't them. Know if you have, I think I think I said that I wanted to get a cowboy hat. But then I? again, we've also been doing this for nearly a year, so my memory's not good enough for that. <laughs> um, I think that's, they're great. That's the quote of the podcast. <laughs> um, I think they're great. I really do. And I feel like they would stand the test of time if you have the aesthetic I for it. I actually also think cowboy boots would be in that bracket too. I also love cowboy boots. I have a pair of Nashville boots and I think they're the best. Um, but yeah, I, I, you are right. It really depends on the shape. Um, I think flat caps, very geezerish, yeah. but they also work for men a lot of yeah. the time. Um most hats like bucket hats they'll come and go yeah i that's guess just... a cap is timeless yeah that's true but that's like true cla- caps often quite practical but i also don't wear a cap for style so but do you think people will be wearing caps in the next like 30 years maybe yeah, i think probably. it will always be like a a, a youthful male thing mm. um pinstripes so controversially i'm not a big fan of pinstripes um, okay. I'm very particular with a pinstripe. I like it to be quite subtle, or it's got to look. It's got to be really nice quality. I think that too many brands do cheap-looking, terrible pinstripes, and have ruined how sophisticated they can look. Yeah, it's not something we see a lot of. 
pinstripes no. i don't think but yeah you can go into a shop and they're sell like i'm like any kind of like value fashion place and see not very nice pinstripes um i think it's a difficult style it's yeah. for someone who really likes a vintage look, someone who really likes uh, like a tailored look. And I like a pinstripe. Is it classic? I would say it's not only because I don't think a lot of people. The thing is with like, is it classic or not? It really requires other people who are looking at you to appreciate the yeah. style. Something that's like too avant-garde and can't be appreciated by like yeah. the beholder. It's not going to stand the test of time as a classic. People will look at you and just be like, you look old fashioned. And I think exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so yes, I do like pinstripes and I think people should just wear them. But I think there's too many people out there who don't like it for mm, it to be. I think it is very classic. Marmite. Mm-hmm. The next one is a shearling jacket. A shearling jacket. So oh. the jacket they've got in question is sort of like a denim jacket that like is lined with shearling. I do. Oh. There's a, it's difficult because shearling's having a real moment at the mo- like at at this current time. Mm-hmm. There's those big teddy coats that are very like shearling esque. Mm-hmm. You've also got like a leather jacket that could be lined with it. A denim jacket. There's even now like just like loads of different things like. Sh- over shirts like all of this stuff like shackets everything mm-hmm. is very like shearling mm-hmm. I do i think, think it's, it's always classic maybe not mm-hmm. only maybe in like some sort of aviator jacket yes style. i but was thinking that very top gun mm-hmm. i'd love one of those that's um, super expensive i know if you get like a real level if you get one. a really nice one it's mm. yeah top dollar a little back dress, we concur. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just say high heels. That's not very specific, is it? <laughs> not kitten heels, I suppose. Not kitten heels. They actually make me feel physically sick. Physically sick. They're not flattering on anyone. So you don't, don't like the do Dior. anything. You don't like I, them. <sighs> I think the Dior ones look as nice as a kitten heel can look. Mm-hmm. But you know where a kitten heel... I actually think a pointy toe kitten heel is the best kitten heel you can get. When it's mm. a rounded toe, <laughs> you can literally throw that in the river. Um, yeah, there's not there's not space in my life for that. Um, an A-line skirt. No. No, I'm sorry. Mm-mm. Okay, Mim says no. I think that's one of those things that a short one, I've had an A-line skirt before, but it was kind of short. So it kind of looked tailored and fitted. All about the length. But when you get into long length territory, you look like you might live on a commune. (laughs) (laughs) You look like bohemian, but new age, you know? And I appreciate people who like have a style and go with that. <laughs> it's true though. Like when it's really long, it's not that. It's no, it not, does. Uh, it looks terrible. Yeah, you're right. It's not good. Um, floral. I actually think it, sweepingly yes. There's always a floral pl- print that will work and looks nice. But I often, I'm very particular about floral prints. 
you can tell when one's just been like not really considered and quickly made and all of that stuff um mm. yeah mm. I think florals is always gonna look okay my sister loves florals um we joke about it like everything she buys has like florals or like heavily printed Amazing. Um, so she would she would agree that florals is for all year round forever for sure um this is this is speaking to my heart animal print mm-hmm. i concur i concur i'm a big fan of animal print I mainly will... leopard actually mm-hmm. i will <laughs> i will say leopard for me mm-hmm. how about you um i really like leopard print i will criticize this li- the list for its maybe last three points they they're going very broad very broad because also this is now talking about zebra cheetah cow snakeskin tiger as well as leopard <laughs> and i would say there's a time and a pace for zebra print um yeah. and snake snake skin in general snake i think there's, a, t- there's like. a time and a place for that I Rich think more, they're more classic on it's more classic on shoes than anything else. Um, or in bags, snakeskin bags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Accessories. Um, cow print. I actually do like cow print. Okay, because you watch um, Drag Race. Um, yeah. Who's that drag queen? Oh, my God. Oh, I can't even remember their name, but one of them came out in this cow print. <laughs> and it just it just looked horrible and now her like thing is like brown cow and brown oh my god brown cow print print is her thing and it just reminded me of that i don't think it's a good print i think it's about the leopard and it's about the zebra i think the only sometimes i think cow print sometimes works when it's almost on like that um when it's like on pony skin you know when it looks sort of like real but then i don't know i wouldn't want a bag like that or anything um yeah okay so now we've got riding boots so i would say i think they could be timeless but i also think there's a very particular type of person who can pull off riding boots so it's a bit too like isolating Mm. i think they're very i've got a pony Mm -hmm. sort of like i don't think anyone could pull off riding boots i also think it's very figure driven hmm because if you've got bigger calves, yeah, or even if you're short, yeah, it's it's difficult. You really have to be particular. Uh, yeah, I'm hunting. I'm very weird about boots and the height of boots and stuff like that. I'm not I'm not sure about riding boots. We've got a trench coat, a blazer, yeah, mm-hmm. a cashmere sweater. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean, yeah, cashmere. Mm-hmm. That's more a material, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then oh, oh talking of materials we've got leather fur and suede or faux versions i mean well that i was just about to say that's a whole nother discussion because it in many places it's kind of getting phased out yeah will we ever get to a time where it's like wearing seemingly animal print is a big faux pas who knows yeah. i would imagine so because you know even like like I think at some point it'll be it'll be banned that you can't use leather to make items. Mm. Mm. I mean, the fact that you can't test on animals for cosmetic purposes yeah. in the EU is something that maybe we, you know, forty years ago we would have never predicted, yeah. or you know, a long time ago, for example. Um, so but the yeah. difficulty is is that it is still you can harvest leather 
from food stock. Mm-hmm. As in, like, it's part of the, like, eating oh, a cow process. Yes. You can, yeah. like, separate the leather for clothing and the meat for eating. You can do it in a way where there's, like, no waste. Yeah, but it's so it's like, sort of part of, yeah. like yeah zero waste essentially yeah i agree but also with people eating less meat i think in the next 50 years i think meat intake will be reduced significantly um that that might be the real like boom for leather goods to stop which for me is a real shame i like i mean when you think about eating meat and stuff like that it obviously it was all very sad when you think about the fact that animals are involved, but you also the quality wise, like, mm. Leather. Mm-hmm. like you're someone who eats plant-based, but you would still buy leather, you know, mm. because it's quality and you also are eating plant-based, not just to like save rabbits, you know? Um, yeah. yeah. I think that still, there's still a massive market for leather goods fur, sadly as well. Um, but then who am I well, to say that fur is okay and leather's, I mean, fur is not okay and leather is okay. Well, I think it depends on the circumstance. So, like, in Russia, fur Mm -hmm. is essential. Like, their their temperatures... I remember when I was there, somebody saying to me, do you see why we require fur? And you see all these women decked out in beautiful fur coats. But, like, of course, there's something probably horrid about it. But you know what? Yeah, they skin these animals alive, let's be real. Like, but we, we also there's horrible elements to quite a lot of things in life. Like we really have to like eradicate all of it. Mm. Um, but yeah, first, first not great. It's not great, but it does look great. So it, I'll give it. That. It does look great. <laughs> really does. I'm so sorry. Um, okay. We've got a white shirt. Yeah, I agree. hundred mm-hmm. percent. A three piece suit. I actually think for a man, you've got to have a three-piece suit in your collection. Mm -hmm. It's really smart. I think a waistcoat on a man can look really good. Mm -hmm. A double-breasted jacket. This is more, I guess, for maybe men. I love a double-breasted. I love a double-breasted. Friend of the podcast, Brian Zakawa, rocks a double-breasted suit. Mm -hmm. Like no man. My goodness. If you want some inspo for suits, um, yeah. go and He's your man. Instagram. Yeah, we'll we'll link his Instagram. They they've here said suspenders and they're meaning br- like braces for men. Oh. And I'm gonna say I don't know. And they've also in this picture of braces, they're wearing a belt. So the braces are redundant. <laughs> if you're gonna it's like it's so funny, it's like playing dress up as opposed to actually knowing what you're doing. Yeah um i look braces aren't going out of style i really don't think that you know you could wear them and someone would someone would be like why are you wearing that dude are you wearing braces (laughs) it's old school it's a flex it's like wearing a watch now watches are redundant but you're like a pocket square exactly exactly it still looks great i I agree it's always going to be a classic amazing okay we've got brett on top yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Um, they've said wilderness wear. I think they're talking about like, you know, like out, more outdoorsy wearing stuff. So like North Face stuff, you know, like a, a cold climate gear. Mm. If you were going hiking-esque stuff. 
Um, but then having said that, I really don't appreciate people who wear nothing but hiking stuff all the time. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> you get what I mean. Like walking I boots do. Yeah, yeah, aren't yeah. needed for the high street. No, they're really not. <laughs> Turtlenecks. I, I Maybe, you know. Yeah, I like a turtleneck. I think it's a very like it's a it's a good it's a good winter accessory. Here they said Nike and Adidas running shoes. I think that's why more, just those two brands though. I think that's the brands of like they're the two sort of most popular, probably or most bought into sort of sneaker brands. But I mean, to be honest, mm. other people have joined the ranks now. You know. There was a time when New Balance were just for your for dads and yeah. it was that not was like trendy. a proper dad shoe. Yeah. And yeah. And then they became like the hottest thing to get and wear. And hmm. Yeah. I think uh, to be honest, I think trainers or sneakers are more fleeting. Yes, mm. a lot of them. Yes, they've been around for a while. And although I say Converse's, I see as a classic. Converse is a completely different ball game, I think. Yeah. Um, There's different uh, styles when it comes to like fashion trainers. Whilst, in my opinion, I think there are like styles that go in, like would, would stay in fashion. They also kind of don't. Like the shoes that I like to wear aren't like the big bubble trainers, which had meant like really cool or were like a year ago. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't wearing those. So, like, I probably wasn't being timeless. Mm. who knows then we've got loafers yep i I think there's a good time and a place for a loafer and the final one is designer bags which is a sweeping statement (laughs) just any designer bag any designer bag (laughs) but i guess it's i think they're obviously going for like popularity of like what sought after items there are but hmm because you can buy a designer bag and regret your decision and there's some trash designer bags Mm -hmm. or some like very just like think of like i mean i i mean i'm not even gonna apologize i reference chanel because it's chanel um and it's me but like remember when they did like the shopping like show where it was all very much like a supermarket and they sold the shopping basket chanel bag oh that's not timeless Mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. not timeless you know like they have those quirky seasonal bags some aren't timeless yeah i'll tell you that even though have you seen the latest chanel show had a bag that was on a garter that was a garter (gasps) garter strap with a little pouch on it i have yes i have seen that yeah 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 i have amazing they've done that back in the 90s yeah. It's a, it's like a car. I, I actually really enjoyed. I felt like Chanel had returned. I thought it was, it was a really good show for them. I need to go back and watch more. Yeah, of it, to be honest, because I think I saw half of it. Um, but I did like it. I like her stuff. Mm. I do. I like Carl for his theme. I think she might have found her groove now. I think that like she is, she's making stuff that I personally would like to own. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and she there was that Chanel like lip ring. Oh, oh, I need to check that out. Yeah, we'll post some of these pictures. It was, it was really cool. Yeah, so I disagree on the, <laughs> the last the designer point. bags. Same. Yeah. 
but yeah, we were obviously pretty, pretty in tune with general society. I think mm-hmm. it's like you said, it's almost like a brainwashing thing that we've all been taught as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, I guess you just can't deny a classic as well. That is true. That is true. Well, I have nothing else to add. What about you? I'm all done. Cool. Well, thanks guys for listening to another episode of our podcast. Um, Scarlett's going to be posting pictures and links of bits and bobs we've been talking about. And of course, a poll. Um, What's our question for this week as well? Mm, I guess what's what's your most timeless piece you own or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to put that poll up. Um, So send us your responses and we're going to share them because that's always a good it's good fun and we will see you next week guys i've been mim and i've been scarlet ciao bye hey it's danny pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget check out quince they've got all the good stuff shirts and polos activewear and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands and the best part they're all about safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.